Kiddushin Dafnun, the last thing we were discussing, the Mishnah at the bottom of Mem Tet Amud Bet, told us that if someone was Mekadesh a woman on the condition of one thing and it ended up not being true, the entire Kiddushin is invalid, and the same thing with the woman. And the Gemara started off with the story of a person who sold his land thinking he's going to Eretz Israel, but at the time of the sale he didn't really say anything, so no one really knew what he was thinking. And Rabbah explained it's something that's in his heart, and meaning whatever you're thinking is doesn't count, and not, at least not enough to invalidate a sale. And with that, we're going to start Mem Tet Amud Bet, last line, in the middle of the line where it says, Mena Ha. Where does Rabbah learn that something that goes in someone's head, things that's in your heart, doesn't count? Let's say you want to learn it from the following in regards to a korban. On one hand, it says, A person has to give the korban whether he likes it or not. We force him to give the, the, the korban. On the other hand, Can you really say we're going to force a person to give a korban? It says he, he wants it. He has to want it. It has to be by his will. So how do I make make both psukim work? We force him until he says, I want to give the korban. Well, the Gemara says, how could that work? You could see that in his heart, he really doesn't want to give the korban. You have to say, you have to say, because whatever's going on in his heart doesn't count. And therefore, we're giving the korban. But the Gemara pushes back, but you can't learn from there because Vidilma Shaniata maybe over there with the Korban things are different than Ansadeh, because we are all here to testify. We could all say that he really wants the Kapara. You know, he's just uh, being lazy and we're forcing him to do what he really wants. Ela Misefa, rather, maybe Rabbah got his deen from the end of that Mishnah. Same thing when it comes to divorce and emancipation of uh, slaves. Uh, let's say the guy doesn't want to, but he has to uh, let them go. We force him until he says, I want to give the get, I want to free the slave. Why do we force him? In his heart, he really doesn't want to divorce her, he doesn't want to send the slave. You have to say, You have to say, because things in his heart don't account. And as long as he said with his mouth he wants to divorce or free the slave, that's good enough. But the Gemara says, Maybe over there is different. Maybe over there is different because there's a mitzvah to listen to hachamim. Over there, a betin was posek, you have to give her a get. He doesn't want to give a get, well, you, but, but really in your heart of hearts, you want to you want to, to listen to hachamim. Just as a yetzara stopping you. So we force you until you listen to hachamim and you do what you really want. So maybe it's different over there. Rather, Rav Yosef explains that Rav brought his din mehacha from the following. I thought she was poor, but she's really rich. Rich, ends up being poor. She didn't mistake in him. He just got the wrong info. He inferred uh, things, that, but no one told him anything. Therefore, the marriage stands. Why? Didn't he say, I thought she was? 
Ela, you have to say, Mishum Daminun, Dvarim Shabalevin, Dvarim, you have to say, whatever was going on in your heart, that doesn't count. It all matters what you say. The Gemara says, no. Maybe over there is different. Maybe we're going to say this, and when it comes to Kiddushin, we're just, we're not, we're just not going to let her go without a get. We're going to consider her married, and if she wants to marry someone else, we're going to be married and make her have a divorce. So maybe over there is just a Humrah. Rather, Abaye said the source of Rava, where he learns that whatever goes on your heart doesn't count, Mehacha, from here. Bechulam, in all the cases of our Mishnah, in our Mishnah, it says, let's say the woman said, you know what, you're right, he mistaken me, but I still I want to marry him. We say the whole thing is invalidated, and I'm she's not Mekudash. Why is she not Mekudash? But then she's saying, in my heart, I, I, I want to be married. Or I would have accepted it anyways. Maybe over there the case is different. Once he made a condition, he, she can't just knock out the condition. The condition is the condition. Kohen, Levi, whatever he said, but once she agreed, or once he said the condition, she just because you thought something, even if she said, it wouldn't count. Rather, There was a story by Rav Hasda. Rav Hasda and Rav Hasda went to the Beit Midrash of Rav Huna, and he told him there was a case if. Uh, Devarim Shebalev, is it Varim or not? Does it count what goes on your heart? Meha, and they learned from the Mishnah in Masechet Me'ilah. A person told his messenger, can you go get me money from the, the windowsill or from a bag? And I want you to go buy me something from the market. And he bought him the, the money. The problem is he brought him the, the, the Kodesh money. So now, even though the owner says, I was really thinking about that money, not this money, still, since he told them, he showed him where to go, and he got him that money, then the owner is the one who misused Kodesh, and he's the one who has to bring the Korban. Now why? Didn't he say in my heart, I was thinking about that money, not that money? Rather, we have to say, Rather, we have to say that whatever goes on in your heart doesn't count. But the says, yeah, but still, maybe over there, the only reason we don't believe him is because he's trying to exempt himself from a korban, but really he is obligated to give a korban, and therefore we can say usually we believe him when he's when he's saying things in his heart. Just in this case, we don't believe him because he's trying to exempt himself from a korban. But the Gemara says, yeah, if he wants to exempt himself from a korban, there was a, uh, there was a more simple way to do that. He should have just said, I sent him to do it on purpose. And so this was a me'ila on purpose. I misused Kodesh on purpose. And when someone does an avira on purpose, he doesn't have to give a korban. The Gemara answers uh, simply, No one makes himself a rasha. No one's going to say, I did it on purpose. Okay, he should have said, I, I remembered before the, the shalih, the messenger took the money, I remembered last second, and therefore 
It's uh, I don't have to give that korban. The the tanya we learned in the brayta nizkar baalabayit velo nizkar shaliyah. If the owner remembered that all the money was kodesh before he got uh, to the store, velo nizkar shaliyah. But the messenger didn't know about it. Then shaliyah ma'alan. The messenger did the ma'alan. The messenger has to give the korban because at that point the owner removed himself from that money being used and the person using that money is the messenger and now he has to give the korban and the fact that we don't believe the owner for saying this shows you that we hold like Rabbi, or this is where Rabbi gets the source that uh, and whatever he was thinking doesn't count and the Gemara says the there's a story, a man sold all of his assets. He was thinking of doing Aliyah, going to Israel. And he explicitly said this at the time of the sale. He went up to Israel, just he couldn't find the house for whatever reason or another. Either he couldn't find the job or he couldn't find the house. Rabah said that whenever someone does Aliyah to Israel, his thinking is living there. And this person couldn't live there for one reason or another. And therefore, the entire sale is invalid and everything goes back to him. And some say, And some people are Mahmir and they say, listen, you said you were going up to Eretz Israel, you ended up going to Eretz Israel, and therefore the sale stands. And the Ritba explains, you didn't specify more than that. All you said, you're going up there to sell. You didn't say you're going to live there. And the Gemara says a story. A person sold his assets thinking to go live in Eretz Israel. The Sofla Saliki ended up not being able to go. Amar said, listen, if he wants, he could go now. And since, the fa- since he's not going, that's his problem and the sale stands. Some say, uh, Some say, as a question, if he wants, he wouldn't be able to go. Meaning, there was no onus. Nothing is forcing him to stay here. Therefore, the sale stands. Um, the Gemara says, My benai, What's the difference between the, the two ways we brought Ravashe? So, the difference would be the Itialid un Let's say there was some sort of onus on the way. Let's say there was thieves on the way. According to the fir- uh, the first way we brought down Ravashe, where he's Maravashe uh, Ibai Salik, if he wants, he can go. He can find a different way to go. He can uh, hire security. He can go with a different group. But according to the second way we brought uh, Ravashe, Ravashe is asking a question Ibai Lo Salik. If if there was was there an honest? I mean, meaning if he wanted, wouldn't he be able to go? And uh, meaning he, even if he wanted, he wouldn't be able to go because of the honest. And therefore, according to the second way we brought up Asher, the sale would be invalid. Next, if a person told his messenger, this woman in that place, and he was in Mekadesh or in a different place, because he specified a place, because that place, there's uh, people who love him, and if anyone wants to talk bad about him, uh, someone will step up and talk good about him, and that's why he specified a place. If he said, If he said, listen, she's at this place, go find her there. He's somewhere else. She's Mekudesh, because when he said, he, she, he's just telling her, where, he's just telling the messenger where she is, but doesn't necessarily mean be Mekadesh or specifically in that place. 
And Gemara says, nami gabegitin. We have the same idea when it comes to divorce. Haomer, if someone said, Tenu get Komploni, give this, uh, this uh, divorce document to my wife in that place. And they gave it to her in a different place. It's invalid because he wanted in a specific place. If he told him, listen, my wife is in this place called divorcer. Then they gave it in a different place. Kasher. It stands. And you need both in regards to Kiddushin and Gitin. Because if you would only told me about Kiddushin, then I would have said, listen, he's in a place where he's trying to bring her closer. Maybe maybe he wants a specific place because over there people like him and no one's going to talk bad about him. And over there they hate me and they're going to talk bad about me. And that's why he's being specific. When it comes to get he's trying to send her away. Maybe it doesn't make a difference where the divorce is. And therefore, I would have uh, there, uh, I would have said it didn't make a difference, and maybe it stands. That's why we needed a Mishnah Gitin to tell me. No, if he said divorce in a certain place, he, he was he specifically meant that. Now and if you would have only told me this din in regards to the divorce, I would have said Listen, he wa- he wants to be disgraced in this place, not in this place. It's less embarrassing for him over there than over there. When it comes to Kiddushin, it's not the disgrace from it's actually a good thing. Maybe it doesn't make a difference where the Kiddushin happens. That's why you need both in regards to Kiddushin and Bagitin. Next, Mishnah. If a person was Mekadesh, a woman on condition, there's, she doesn't have any vows on her. And he ends up finding out that she does have vows on her. She's not Mekudash. And it's Davka, one of the three uh, vows that people usually care about. Let's say she said uh, she vowed not to eat meat, not to drink wine, or she's not going to get dressed in colored clothing. Meaning all these things actually hurt him, and therefore it's not a it's not a marriage. Kenasastam, if a person just married her with you know he just said halat mikudeshdi like we all do. And he never said anything about the vows. And then he ends up finding out that she has vows on her. Then when he divorces her without a ketubah. Because he can make a claim that I don't want a woman who vows. I don't need that headache. And same idea. If a person married a woman on condition she doesn't have wounds on her, and she does have wounds on her, the kiddushin is invalid. But if he he kadesh her without specifying any condition, and then they found on her wounds. She gets divorced without getting any ktuba money. Because any wounds that invalidate a kohen from working in the beta migdash also invalidates a kiddushin by a woman. And technically speaking, a woman has more wounds that invalidate a marriage than a kohen. There's about seven of them extra if she has a bad odor coming out of her or she sweats a lot or let, let she has a wart on her face, 
or if she has bad breath coming out of her mouth or she has a thick voice or her chest is uh, too big or they're too separated from one another all this we learned in in Masechet Ketubot in the seventh chapter the Gemara starts we also learned this in Masechet Ketubot so the Gemara explains over here we were discussing it in regards to what invalidates a Kiddushin and Tana Ketubot are two Kiddushin so we threw in Ketubot as an extra on Kiddushin to explain one is connected to the other Hatam over there we're learning the main point of that Mishnah over there was in regards to Ketubot and Tana Kiddushin Ketubot and they threw in Kiddushin you know with the Ketubot Next Mishnah, Hamkadesh ten Ashim beshave pruta. For persons mekadesh two women with one shave pruta, or isha had bepachot mishave pruta, or he was mekadesh one woman with less than a shave pruta. Afal pishe shalach sivlonot lehar mikan. Even though afterwards he sent gifts, the the famous gifts that Hatan sends to Kala, still with all that, ena mekudeshet. She is not divorced. Why? The only reason he sent these gifts is because of the original Kiddushin. And same story, if a katan was Mekadesh, the whole thing is invalid. And whatever he sent, it doesn't count afterwards. And the Gemara says, Utsricha. And I need, to ta- I need this Mishnah to tell me that the gift that he gives afterward doesn't count as part of the Kiddushin. Because if you would only told me the first case with two women with one Shaveh Pruta, and then he sent them gifts afterwards, I would have said, I did. They kind of Listen, money's leaving him. I would have said, he made a mistake, and he would have thought the Kiddushin stands, and he would have, never would have thought about the gifts that he gave afterwards. But when it's less than a shave pruta emma, I could always say, I would have just said, listen, this person knows that, that less than the shave pruta that he gave doesn't really mean anything. And when he's sending gifts, it's really it's about being mekadesher with those gifts. That's why I need the Mishnah to tell me that it doesn't count. Now, if you would only told me the first two cases, then I would have said, I would have said, listen, listen, a person doesn't know the difference between less than Shavit Pruta, more than Shavit Pruta. People don't know what exactly a Pruta is worth. So maybe he, uh, he made a mistake and he would have thought it's a real Kiddushin. That's what we're coming to tell you. It's not a Kiddushin. About Katan Shekidesh, when a Katan is Mekadesh, everyone knows that when a Katan is Mekadesh, it's nothing. Maybe the gifts that he's sending, we could say that he was thinking about getting engaged. Kamash Malan, that it's invalid. Itmar, and it was said, Rabuna Amar, Hoshashin the Sivlonot, Vechen Amaraba, Hoshashin the Sivlonot. Rabba and Rabuna are both suspicious of the gifts. Let's say a person wants to be Mekadesh woman, but first he's going to send gifts to her. So he sends two witnesses with uh, jewelry and uh, all these different types of things, flowers, and he's bringing it to her. Rabuna and Rabba are worried that that is considered the Kiddushin. And if she wants to marry someone else before he actually gave her the real Kiddushin, where he said, 
if she wants to marry someone else, she would need to get from the fir- from the first person because those gifts that he sent was for kedushin purposes. That's what we have to worry for. So she needs a gift. Meaning, according to Rashi, we're talking about a situation where they did shiduchim. Means the parents sat down, they talked, the, the the boy and the girl agreed to get married, but they never did the actual kedushin. And that's why Rabba and Rabuna were worried that the gifts were Kiddushin. Now, Tosfot does not understand just because they spoke about Kiddushin and just because there was Shiduchin where the parents met and everything doesn't make the gifts Kiddushin. Rather, he explains that there was, uh, that we have to worry that maybe there was a Kiddushin and these gifts are the the gifts after Kiddushin, the, the, the gifts that Hatan gives the Kala. And Amar Motubina and Ashmatin, we had a question on our uh, on our sugya from our Mishnah because it says Afal Mikan And our Mishnah says even though he gave gifts afterwards, it doesn't count that there's no kiddushin. And Amar Abaye Abaye explained that I mean our Mishnah it's like like we explained over there that Shemehamat kiddushin arishonim shalach. He sent it as a result of the kiddushin that he already did. Some say that Rabbah didn't uh, didn't ask a question and Rabbah uh, answered. Rather, opposite. Rabbah is explaining, where do I learn that we have to worry about maybe the gifts or the Kiddushin? Like we explained our Mishnah, because he, we're worried that maybe he sent these gifts as a result of the original Kiddushin. And in this type of case is where you can make a mistake. But in a situation where he sent the gifts and he never made a Kiddushin first, we can maybe say that these gifts are the Kiddushin. He didn't like that. Maybe the Tanav here is just talking in a not just way of talking, meaning not just in general, where the gifts were not about Kiddushin, but even over here, we already started the Kiddushin process, and, and that's why he's giving her the gift. Maybe maybe it is a Kiddushin. That's a Hidush that these gifts were not considered a Kiddushin. Bottom line, my what's the halacha at the end? Uh, so if it's a place where first people do Kiddushin then they send gifts and we have to worry that these gifts were given after Kiddushin maybe there was some sort of Kiddushin and therefore we, we have to be Mahmir if it's a place where they send gifts and then they make Kaddish then we don't have to worry listen if people are making Kaddish and they give a gift obviously we have to worry so it explains lot what are we talking about? The The majority of people first do kiddushin, then they send gifts. And some people send gifts and then they and then they do kiddushin. Now maybe we have to worry and we have to go by the minority. And since some people send gifts and then they make a dish, maybe she's not mekudeshet. Kamash Rafapa tells us that we go after the majority and we have to worry about kiddushin. Now, Ba'amine Ravaha Baravuna Miraba. Ravaha is a question from Rabah. If we found a Ktuba in the marketplace on the floor, Mao, what's the halacha? Do we say that the reason they wrote this is because she's Mekudeshet? 
or not. Meaning the nafkamina would be is if she was mitkadesh to someone else, uh, does that count or not? Does she need to get from the first guy or not? And Amar then, Rabbi explained, it's just because someone's holding a ketubah with their name on it, we're going to say that she's an eshetish. Bottom line, what's the halacha? So Amar depends if it's a place where first they make a and they write the ketubah, then Hashim, we have to worry that maybe there was some sort of kiddushin. If they write a ketubah and then they do the kiddushin, lo haishinan, we don't have to, we don't have to worry that maybe there was a kiddushin. If they're a place where they do kiddushin, then they write the ketubah. Of course, uh, we have to worry that she's mekudeshet. So the Gemara explains, no, what are we talking about? We don't have a software to write up a ketubah. So I would have thought, we could say that, listen, a software happened to show up in town. We told them to write up this ketubah before the kiddushin, and maybe she's not mekudeshet. Kamash malan that we have to worry about her being mekudash. By the way, if anyone has a chance to look up the sugya of when a ketubah should be written before or after the kiddushin, what would happen if it's different dates on the ketubah? Very kid, I to look at that sugya. Next mishnah. If someone's Mekadesh, a woman and her daughter, a woman and her sister at the same time, and we know that's not allowed, and he gave them the money at the same time, and they are not Mekudash. And the story with five women, within them there were two sisters, and a person filled up a basket of figs, and it was their basket, and it was a Shemitah so the fruits were Hefker, and he said, all of you are Mekudash to me with this basket, and one woman accepted the the, the basket for all of them, she was the Shaliyah Kabbalah of the, of the Kiddushin, and the Hachamim said, the sisters are not Mekudash. And so far we're understanding that the rest of the women are Mikudash. So the Gemara asks, how do we know this? So Amar Me Barhamadia because the Pasuk says, Isha Lotikah Litzror. A woman and her sister you cannot take. And it says the Litzror mean trouble, meaning they're the tsara one to the other, they're co-wives. When they become troubled one to the other, meaning they become co-wived, the Torah says that you can you cannot acquire not even one of them. And Amar the told if the pasuk is talking about sisters who meet at the same time, the whoever does this they get karet. We don't understand that because ikidushin lot of safety kidushin doesn't work. Karet do they even get karet? Meaning if the kidushin doesn't work, then the marriage never happened and then there's no karet. The Pasuk is talking about a situation where the first is Mekadesh one sister, then he was Mekadesh another sister, and the Kiddushin doesn't work on the second sister, but if he was with the second sister, then he does get Karet. And our Mishnah, which is talking about the Mekadesh at the same time and the Kiddushin doesn't work, it works like Kedraba. If something cannot happen one after the other, then it won't even work if it happens at the same time. 
And uh, you understand from Rabbah that the Kiddushin never happened when you make Kadesh both sisters at the same time. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.